guys, welcome to Good Good Talks with Stephanie. Still getting used to the intro. Still have done this maybe like three or four times today and it's I can't really, can't figure it out. But I have to say the name of this place because I love it and love that you guys are here. And actually kind of forgot that it was Thursday. Um, I have a friend visiting from Florida, but we went to school together. She's actually sitting here in my room listening to me do my intro for this podcast. And it's the first time I've ever had somewhat of a audience in the weirdest way. So um, shout out to her, but also very excited that I have Jennifer on for this week. I got to interview her on actually Christmas Eve and it was such a life-giving conversation and this woman is so incredibly full of wisdom and um, such a fun story of getting how I even met her and why we've been stayed connected and how she reached out to me and wanting to be on the podcast. So I'm so excited for you guys to just get to be in on our conversation and hopefully just take away some nuggets of truth, nuggets of wisdom, and just some hope-filled conversation with Jennifer. So let's get on with the show. Hi. Me. <clears throat> How are you, baby? I'm so good. How are you? Good, good, good. Merry Christmas. Yes. Eve. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. It just doesn't feel like it. Even in Arizona, it doesn't feel like it. So. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't get the white Christmas, sadly enough. I know, I know. You can't do the word. Um, are you guys usually, you and Ellie are from? Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, so I guess, guys... I saw that it snowed this morning, so they're getting snow. Hmm. Are you missing it? Um, no, because I hated the cold, so. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a good thing. Yeah. It's just weird, because, um, it's just, it's so funny how you associate the cold with Christmas. It's like there's no, you know, it's it's interesting. So, but it's yep. still Christmas, and my parents fly into Phoenix tomorrow, so I'm excited to be with them, and yeah. And how's your little Christmas cactus? Oh my gosh, well, my Christmas cactus is wonderful. It's still on my car. <laughs> How do you like your silver bullet? Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. It's my favorite. <laughs> Love it. How are you? I feel like... It's crazy that I met you and then never got to see you ever again. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, we're doing well, thank God. Yeah. I'm doing very Yeah. Um, it's been a crazy year for us, but it's been, um, we're ready for 2018, to be honest with you. Yeah. Okay. We really are. Yeah. Okay. And you're still teaching, right? I am. Okay. I am. Okay. I am a middle school teacher. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Well, sometimes I forget that I have to like host a podcast and actually talk. So you can see the mic is right here. It's like taking up half the picture. Um, but okay. So tell more, I guess, like myself, cause I don't know what you've been doing the last year other than just through Instagram, but also, mm-hmm. um, the listeners of who you are and then we'll get into how we met. So that's one of the questions. So don't have to cover that too early. So yeah. Okay. Tell me about yourself. All right. Well, um, I'm Jennifer. I um, am married. I am 31 years old. Been married for five years. Wow. Yes. Um, to an amazing husband. Um, his name is Danny, and he's uh, one of a kind. <laughs> okay. Um. 
let's see. Well, a little bit more about me is that I, I'm a teacher. I'm a middle school teacher. I teach history and Bible, so I work at a Christian school. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been teaching for the past eight years. Mm-hmm. And in my eight years of my career, I've been a high school teacher, an elementary school teacher, and I ended up sticking with middle school. I was going to say, um, is middle school your place that you want to be now? Okay. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um, I loved elementary school. It was fun. But um, there's something so powerful about teenagers or preteens who are discovering their identity, yeah. struggling with the awkward acne and hormones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I-, I love to impact their lives. And then high school kids were awesome. But, you know, some of them, they're kind of like, I'm stuck with my identity. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 been interesting and I've taught both in the public and in the private Um, and even though the public pays more I decided to go for the private Um, it's a big dream of mine since I was young actually um when I was 17 I kind of my prayer was to become a teacher Mm -hmm. um I knew that I wanted to teach at a Christian school but um you know the Lord had other plans for a while and um I went in as pre-med which Mm -hmm. was the weirdest thing because I was like I knew I wanted to be a teacher but you know I wanted to make my parents dream come true Mm -hmm. um they're from Guatemala they were immigrants so Mm -hmm. you know their idea was oh you become a doctor or a lawyer yeah and um I tried it and to be honest with you it was not my thing Mm -hmm. I dropped it after my second year of college and I was like nope I love reading I love books I love journaling and writing Mm -hmm. and teach that where I want to and I, teach, I love kids I love games I mm-hmm. love planning so mm-hmm. this is what I Perfect. oh so, yeah oh, went for that and I think if anything um through my years of of my life of, of, I guess after college um I I've worked as a teacher I became a missionary also for uh, I took a sabbatical in between of my third year and 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 fourth year, like mm-hmm. the third and fourth year. And I went into full-time ministry for um, two years with um, the International House of Prayer. Okay. So I was doing that. And um, Danny and I did it for two years. And um, we kind of led, um, we weren't married, which was the weirdest thing, <clears throat> that they let us lead together. And that kind of, you know, made me realize, oh, my gosh, I can, I can, I can see a potential marriage yeah. with, you know, yeah. Danny. And um, we led um, what's called the midnight, um, like the midnight um, hours of prayer in mm-hmm. the prayer rooms. Mm-hmm. We would go night till 6 a.m. And so we were doing an internship with young adults and um, we were working with young adults and, and help and just, you know, being in prayer and basking in his presence through worship 24 mm-hmm. And so that was such an amazing amazing experience was that in california yes we were at the international house of prayer of pasadena okay okay yeah and um we did it and then it was during those two years that danny proposed to me like in our last year Mm -hmm. that's when we realized oh man like we love the ministry life but if we're going to jump into marriage there has to be of more stability financial um and so we went back and i went back into um teaching and then Danny kind of pressed on a little bit longer afterwards, and um, then he left. So we left that, but, you know, we were still connected and engaging with um, the International House of Prayer. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, I mean, that's about a snippet of my life. I mean, (laughs) my older version of me, but yeah. 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 So what does Danny do now then? So Danny just finished his graduate. Yes, he just finished his MBA, so his Master's in Business Administration, with his focus in accounting. Um, he's actually studying and finishing um, his CPA exam, so okay. he's in accounting right now. Okay. He's the numbers guy. Yeah. And, and um, he's really excited. Um, and for so long, you know, he was going back and forth, because he's a musician at heart. I mean, that guy can play, sing any instrument without having to read music. So he doesn't know how to read music, mm. but he has an ear for it, as a gift, as a talent. So for so long, he wasn't sure if that's the um, area he wanted to go yeah. uh, pursue. Um, but it's funny because he realized, well, I mean, I can live that lifestyle and do that. And... Um, not be super um you know they have to travel a lot they have to do things but he yeah. knew that he wanted to be a stay at home not stay at home, but like be be accessible at home if we ever decided to start a family or in the long run so then he was like i need something more financially stable so danny is an accountant but he is he is actually really involved mm-hmm. in the worship team at our church mm-hmm. and um and then we both just started working with young adults at um, New Life. Um, okay. So um, we are in the transition of becoming young adults pastors. So, Oh, my gosh. Okay, so are, you guys are no longer in Santa Barbara, right? We are still in Santa Barbara. Oh, you We're are. Still- okay, okay. <laughs> so okay. we live in Solvang, which is a little bit like up north, 45 minutes up north from Santa Barbara. Okay. Uh, go to church in Santa Barbara, so we drive um, oh, wow. down. And... Um, <laughs> We, um, yeah, with right now at the moment, we're working with Westmont students, um, UC Santa Barbara students, yeah. and Santa Barbara City College students. And mm-hmm. so that's exciting, and that's something that we're so looking forward for 2018. And yeah. um, we're actually, it's funny because just about two days ago, we were sitting down and planning the calendar. Um, and our church is in desperate need for young um, leaders and mm-hmm. pastors. And so, um, said like there hasn't been anyone who has been really willing to commit. Mm. And so, um, it's been Danny's prayer and heart to do ministry at the same time to be able to do accounting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a part of us that really missed that, um, after being able to experience with international <clears throat> prayer and being yeah. able to experience it with, um, even just, um, helping out at different churches. So, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, so exciting. Have So have yeah. you guys been in contact with Allie and Raul and kind of know what they're doing? More because he just was with young adults, still is, but... Um... He, he works, he's still, so the way, I haven't, I haven't spoken to Raul personally, uh-huh. but I realize he's doing both, right? Young adults and the high, high school. school ministry. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. I'm like, so, just so incredibly excited for them because... They just have been waiting for a long time to figure out what it looks like to be full-time at that church. And I think it's really funny where Allie came in thinking that was going to be her full-time gig, which it is, you know, but she's not technically full-time yet. Uh, Even if she's, I think she's working and she can correct me. She doesn't even listen to my podcast, which is more of like a, (laughs) it's totally fine. So who knows if she can correct me in it. Um, But I think she's like 37, 38 hours a week between yeah. the other campus she's at. And then 
now Raul's the one that's on salary, has a full-time pastor job. So I just, I love it. I'm thankful that it's, because it's, it's been a long time coming for both of them. So I know. Yeah. I'm really excited. I miss them, but I'm yeah. super excited. Yeah. Um, that's how we, that's how I met Ellie and Roll. It was through Hope Church. Okay. <clears throat> Barbara. Yeah. But, but we were, we were in the midst of transitioning, my yeah. husband and I, um, which was, um, the only, re- the only reason we stuck it through, um, was because, um, of Roll and, and mm-hmm. Ellie and support them and everything, um. But it, I love the way the Lord works because I know what their heart was and their vision was and mm-hmm. their Instagram stories or um, sometimes even just um, Insta chatting with um, Allie. Like yeah. I, I see them now and they're they're thriving. Yeah. I mean, that was a big prayer in their heart and I'm so excited and proud of them for mm-hmm. being, what God's doing in their lives. I know, I know. So that connects to how we met then. Well, so obviously you met through Allie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that I got to be just see a snippet of their life in Santa Barbara to then because you were in it doing life with them to yes. where you know where they're at now is 20 times better where they came from you know so um I love that I got to just see like a little bit of it and experience just a little bit of it before they because that's where I was gonna move out with them was out in Santa Barbara yeah I was like looking at teaching jobs out there and everything Yes, I remember. I totally remember that. Yeah, so that's so fun. I know. Yeah. Well, and I'm sorry, I have like a random, I'm sick but not. I've had like a cough and then it's just like been sinus crap. Annoying. Um, California weather that goes on (laughs) and on. Yeah, who even knows what's going on? Um. But yeah, so that's kind of how we met. I remember we had dinner one, I don't remember where it was. I know it was on the pier, maybe? Yes. And I think, yeah. did you guys come over? Or came, did I meet you before then? I can't remember. No, it was then that we met. <laughs> okay. Um, And then, it was like a late lunch, early dinner, I remember that. Yeah, something like that. Yes, and that's when we first met. Yeah. And um, I think... We were just talking with Raul and, and Danny and Allie, and we were talking about what it would look like um, later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, and that's when I remember a little bit about you, that you love to sing. Yes. And, that, <laughs> and that you've been Allie's really good friend for mm-hmm. a long time, and yeah. that you were thinking about moving to Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And I remember you told me that you were into teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that was kind of our connection of, oh, my gosh, you teach too. Fun. Yeah. And then that's when I was like, yeah, send me your resume, and then maybe I can find you a job. Yes, (laughs) yes. I know. And then it was like, um, like, I think it was like two weeks later, three weeks later, Roland and Ellie were like, yeah, we're leaving. And I was like, what? (laughs) I know, I know, because I had, yeah, I had just visited, like, just met you guys, was just getting, like, a feel for Santa Barbara. You know, Santa Barbara's the only place I've been in California. Um, <clears throat> so it was funny of, like, they're like, well, I think we're going to move back um, to Menifee. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay if I still come with you, or is that like, yeah. am I not in that? So, <clears throat> oh, man. Yeah, and then little Camila. Oh, my gosh. That child. Oh, I miss her so much. You practically, you took care of her, right, for a while? Like, yeah, you... I think, 
<coughs> oh my gosh. Um, I wish that I could be there now because when she's after two years old, their language is just like growing so incredibly much. But at the same time, her going from one year to two year was such a transitional year for her than for Allie and everybody. So I'm thankful I got to be in that part. But now I know how her grandma feels or Allie's mom feels of why it's so hard for her not to be there. Because at first I was like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you're fine. Um, but when I visit, whenever I visited the first time, I miss Camila so much. And then now I'm like, I'm gone for two days. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to be back. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Have you seen them at all? I have not seen them. So we got summer, <clears throat> but um, unfortunately, um, so they invited us over during the summer to go and visit them. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and we got invited for Camila's birthday. Mm. But my, there was a couple of things that were happening in our lives. Um, I knew you guys were going to come for her birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like yeah. a last minute thing. Okay. Yeah. So um, Danny's mom earlier in the year got diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And um, she lost her battle to cancer. Mm. So I think it was during that time that we were going back and forth between like, um, and correct me, when is Camila's birthday again? What September, month? September. September, yes. Mm-hmm. So um, so um, we had just dealt with the loss of his mom in, is it February or March? March, I think it was. Okay. And, um, that summer, my mom got hospitalized. Mm. So um, my mom got, um, she had like an emergency surgery. I think and I then, met your mom because she really yes. only speaks Spanish, you right? Yes. Oh my yes. Gosh. It. Uh, yes. Okay. You, you met her. Mm-hmm. And um, she got that, um, she had an emergency surgery. I think she had um, some type of stones. It wasn't kidney stones. I think it was glass stones, if anything, that they took out. Yeah. And, and um, after that, her recovery wasn't too well. Um, she came out and then literally she had to go back seven days later into the hospital because mm. um, she had two blood clots in her lungs. Mm. Hospitalized again and um, on and out of the hospital. And so I remember that whole summer I spent it in L.A. with my mom and my dad mm. while um, Danny was up here in Santa Barbara. I mean, lucky me as a teacher, I got the summer off so I got mm. to take care of but it was a hard time. And then I remember um, that we were going to go to um, Camila's birthday. Mm-hmm. And that when um, my mom got sick again and we had to drive mm-hmm. down. So mm-hmm. we went to the hospital. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So sadly, you know, we missed out. Uh, I mean, um, but we keep talking, especially Danny and Roll. They just keep yeah. talking about they want to see each other. Yeah. Um, and... Um, They've been invited back and forth to, I guess, you know, them as musicians and wanting mm-hmm. to play and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I hope you guys can get down there sometime. And yes. Because I mean, everybody, it's funny. Of, I thought the same thing before I moved out there, that it's so easy, like, to go to L.A. It's so easy to go to St. Barbara. Like, it's not that difficult. <laughs> but when you do it more than once, you're like, never. I mean, unless <laughs> unless someone's dying, I'm not, I'm not leaving. <laughs> No, I know. 
it's like we're in the right in the smack center of California, yes. and they're like right at the smack bottom of California. Yes, so I know. And four hundred five and the one hundred one do not help. No. So. Oh my gosh, the four hundred five. I have to take the five to the four hundred five, and I work in Newport, so Ooh. it's just like it's crazy. I don't understand. I do not understand traffic. Like I really don't. I don't understand what slows everybody down. You know, like that's so true. That is so true. I think it's too many cars. Right? I know. I don't know if it's like, I wish I could just be an airplane just like hovering over and seeing who's the person that's slowing everybody down because it's got to be just one car because you know how to, out of nowhere, then everybody just starts going. You're like, what just happened? (laughs) I seriously, I think it was probably like two weeks into having my new car. I almost got in a wreck because people just literally slammed on their brakes and- Oh, yeah. Oh, California. But honestly, it's everywhere. Just California is probably... Because there's so many cars, seems worse. But no one's good drivers in Indiana or Illinois. So really, like, you can't can't miss it anywhere. It's everywhere. It follows you everywhere. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love... I think that's probably one of my favorite questions is reminiscing on how I met people. And um, there's actually one friend that... I have yet to have on the podcast and every single time, I'm not joking, every single time we talk on the phone, whether it's for 10, 15 minutes or an hour, we're always reminiscing. And so I asked her this past time we talked, I was like, we need to do a podcast. Like I want to interview you. And she's like, well, what do we talk about? And I was like, honestly, Hannah, it's everything we usually talk about. So really it's not (laughs) going to be too much different. So just reminiscing is my most favorite thing. So especially because... <clears throat> oh my goodness, I'm going to slap this out of my body. Um, because it's just thinking about how such small connections lead to, like, meeting you one or two times. I think I saw you probably two yeah. or three times in person. But now getting to stay in touch with you and doing this with you and hearing your heart is just, like, crazy to me. Yeah. That Instagram and the internet can do that. So... Oh my gosh. Before we get into any of the other questions, I really want to ask you, so I think it was the second time I had reached out and said on Instagram, Hey, anybody want to interview? Like I'm totally open to, I just, I really, I think that I could just, I could easily myself, I could narrow it down to the people of who I'm comfortable with and who I know. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, but then I just really felt this like push of the Lord of like, okay, if you really want to make a community with this and make something out of this, you need to connect with people outside of your little bubble. Um, so I think it was my second time mentioning on Instagram that you messaged me and you're like, I was praying about this and now you asked again. So now I feel like I have to do it. (laughs) So why, why were you in prayer about it the first time? Um, well, I think anything, um, I, I, I remember through your Instagram stories, you were talking about where you, you weren't sure if you were going to do a podcast, anything mm. like that. And I started hearing your heart. Um, I've always been, if anything, I, I love to connect with young women. Yeah. I just, I just do. And I do remember that I, I felt drawn to you. You shared a little bit of your um, life and your challenges and um, like uh, your heartbreak and everything. Mm. And so I, I remember like 
you stayed in my mind. Mm-hmm. And um, since then, I, I just have prayed for you, Allie, and Roll Roll. Like, mm-hmm. I see you guys as as, as a package. So, mm-hmm. like, as, you know, know, like, as a package. So, um, I remember that. And I connected with you through Instagram. And that's probably about the only way that we stayed in contact mm-hmm. or how I, not even in contact, because we were really not in contact. It was yeah. just more like I was just knowing more about you and that's everything. Yeah. But I would read your stories and um, how open you were and how vulnerable you were and how willing you were to talk about things, um, even through your pictures, like mm. you just the comments that you would write in your pictures and everything. Mm. Um, and so um, I, I knew that I wanted to connect with you, whether it was... <sighs> Through a podcast or not through a podcast, um, but more than anything, um, I I didn't know how to go about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm an extrovert, borderline introvert, (laughs) so so you know, there's a part of me that's just like uh, uh, reaching out or exposing myself out there kind of feels uncomfortable sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, lately, the Lord has been stirring in my heart to just reach out. And, and to just connect with young women. And mm-hmm. I had no idea where this was going because this was way, I mean, God sees the whole picture mm-hmm. and I love how he works. And you just see a snippet of it a lot yeah. of the times. And it's by increments that he just starts revealing everything, this grandiose show, if yeah. anything. Yeah. And so um, this is way before we even found out that they needed young adult leaders um, at our church or mm-hmm. pastors, you know, um, and I was just like, okay, Lord, um, you know my heart. I love working with my middle school students. But if anything, um, I want to be able to um, impact. There's always been a part in my heart to want to be Im- able to impact um, an audience of young women. Yeah. And I wasn't sure how to go about it. Mm-hmm. And when you started talking about your podcast, I was like, no, 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 that's not who I am. That's not, you know, I put myself out there, you know? Yeah. So, no, no, no. And then, um, just, just something was like, just connect with her. And I was like, but it's going to be so weird. We just met two days. Yeah. And, and then, you know, like, Lord, really? Like, no. Um, so I was like, no. I put it in the back burner until you really opened it up and you were like, and, and I remember that there was something that really impacted me, what you said you wanted to connect with other, you know, mm-hmm. um, people. Yeah. And, like, that's so my heart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, God. So then that's when I was like, okay, Lord, I'm just going to be obedient. I'm going to reach out and see if this is something that you really want to happen. If it happens, cool. If it doesn't happen, then awesome. Yeah. And so um, I prayed about it because there's a part of me that was still hesitant, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and even today, I was like, oh, God, like, this is this is, this is happening. Like, yeah. okay, Lord, you know, like, um I I know why you want me to do this, and it's more for just being able to connect with with um, Steph and to just be able to develop a relationship with her and a friendship with her. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that she's probably going to ask questions that are going to speak to someone, mm-hmm. and I no idea who you're planning to impact, and mm-hmm. I'm just your vessel, and I'm just mm-hmm. going to allow you to use me in the midst of our conversation. Mm, I love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was sitting at um, the breakfast table with my grandparents. Was it this morning? Oh, yeah, because I didn't go to church with them this morning because I thought the church service was going to be at, like, 11. So that's why I scheduled this beforehand. I was like, oh, I'll get it. You know, like, we'll be able to fit in a time. 
And they're like, no church services at 9. I'm like, well, um, sweet. I was like, I've already rescheduled on her, I feel like, twice. But I think it maybe is just once. But still, I hate rescheduling because it just takes so much anyway to find time where it fits. So, but they're like, well, you don't have to go to church with us if you don't want to. And I think being Christmas Eve, it saved me. Because we have Christmas Eve service tonight that they're like... Oh, she's not a heathen. She, she can still go to church. <laughs> so, um, so that was actually perfect. And I love my grandparents so, so much. Um, but they're both 80. So they're both like trying to figure out what this podcast even is. So of course this morning they're like, so what's this blog thing you're doing this morning? <laughs> I'm like, podcast. Um, and they're like, well, why do you do it? Like who listens? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, honestly, I want a community with it. But at the same time, I selfishly just get to have a really great conversation through it. So what, however the Lord uses it, that's great. And then I asked them <clears throat> because my parents are coming this week. And so this is actually the first time I'll be able. Well, no, I brought my mic home um, over in June, but I didn't okay. get a chance to interview then. And so that's like one of my number one things. I'm so excited to just talk with them and I they're my favorite people so I I was telling them my grandparents about it and this is my dad is their son so I was like well um I was telling them I just can't wait to talk to my parents about how they met because my parents um I've never had them tell the story sitting side by side it's always really just been my mom you know yes and so my grandpa's like well you know how we met right and I was like do you want to be on the podcast he's like oh no 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 (laughs) So I'm going to see if I can try to get... He's like, I just don't understand. He's like, I get all nervous with the mic. And I'm like, well, we'll figure it out. So I just... Even if... And even like the little nuggets, my I was telling them the questions. And my Nana was like, well, she just was going off with these little nuggets of wisdom. I was yes. like, all right, we got to get you on. Let's go. Yay. So I think I love that you said even if... I don't know who it impacts and who who listens. Honestly, I think that I've had... I want to say like a total at the most five people that are, no, that's a, that's exaggerating. I can think of two right now at the top of my head that have reached out and like have really been impacted through whether the people that I've been able to interview, but then also just like random things that the Lord's put in my heart have been something that other people have connected to. And that's the only reason I do it of like, okay, if there's one person that just needs to listen to it, because I know how much podcasts impact me of just hearing other people's conversation you know um like there's literally my christmas gift this year is because of a podcast (laughs) like the reason i asked for it was because i heard of it through a podcast you know and there's so many things of the lord's taught me through it so if i can offer that through mine whether it's just one or two persons people and that's all that matters to me so i love that that's your heart in it yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, my, my gosh. My fur children. <laughs> what kind of dogs do you have? I have um, two mutts, um, Chihuahua wired hair terriers. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Oh, my gosh. It's okay. You're okay. You're okay. Well, um, so when did this young adult leader thing kind of come up with your church with you and Danny? <laughs> It actually came up, let's see, literally in October. Okay, so super, 
super soon close soon. yeah close. super close yeah okay. um not so long ago recently yeah there we go that's the word i was looking for <laughs> recently uh, um yeah um it came up in october um uh sometime in september our our pastor made an announcement at church about young adults and generation z and millennials i mean we're still millennials annie and i are yeah. millennials but yeah um you know, just um, probably the early version of millennials, though. <laughs> so, um, and just the impact that they have in the church and how many of them are not in the church anymore yeah. and how many of them have been so discouraged by the church and how there really is no investment. Like, churches aren't really investing a lot in young adults lately yeah. and how we're missing out on an amazing platform. They're hard impact. to invest in right now. Like, yeah. it is such a hard... I think, yes, the age can be difficult, but I think this time period that we're being raised in, we're rebelling so much against. I just was talking to my friend about this last night of, like, and we're in this middle of, like, even especially the kids younger than me are being raised in schools that are literally saying, you can choose sexuality what you want. You know, you're just, like, you're just being handed these things of, like, well, I never thought about that in the first place. And so... And it's hard, but the church is the last place they want to turn to and all that stuff. It's crazy. Yes. So um, we we remember um, there's a statement that the pastor made that said um, literally about 90% of the children who grew up in the church are no longer even active in the church. Mm. So um, that resonated so hard um, with both Danny and I in our hearts. Yeah. and because um, we are both people who grew up in the church yeah. and even um, Danny talks about his friends and I talk about my friends who grew up in the church and even our friends who grew up in the church, literally, I can probably count them in one hand who are still active in church yeah. and um, the rest, sadly enough, have just left the church. Yeah. So um, there's always been something Stirring in our hearts, we, I mean, after doing the Pasadena International House of Prayer Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, working with um, youth um, in Hollywood, I just remember that there was, there's always been something in our hearts for ministry. Uh, And um, Danny has such a young spirit and such a, you know, I'm the teacher aspect, but he's definitely the the live, the show, the, (laughs) you know, the one that people can easily connect with and he has a heart for young people and um so he was like babe um what do you think I I really feel it in my heart and I was just like well let's pray about it let's see what the Lord does and everything so we met with our pastors in October early on in October and um we practically um shared our hearts Mm -hmm. and funny because they thought we were coming in for like marital counseling (laughs) You know, and, and they were like, they, you know, they were blindsided by the fact that we were just there to share yeah. our hearts and yeah. help out adults ministry. And um, they both were like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, let's pray in this and let's see what God does. And mm-hmm. literally, like from there on, we just started hanging out with young adults. It was like literally like the next weekend. Like, okay, mm-hmm. so these activities are going on. Um why don't you connect, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, oh, okay. And then we ended up going to young adults, um, like collective um, 
amazing conference slash like retreat mm-hmm. um, with all their churches and um, we got to stay our church like rented out an amazing beach house mm-hmm. and we got to stay and we connected like tremendously with these young adults and yeah. that's it was then that we realized it, this was early on in November and we realized oh my gosh like yes we can do this like mm-hmm. yes you know we have a heart for these people and now when they see us at church they all reach out to us mm-hmm. they all like love us they're like hey you know yeah. so we are connecting with these young adults and it's so I mean there's something about serving young adults and 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 that's that's the word that I like to use because it's 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 serving them it's not trying to convince them it's not trying to yeah. um change them no yeah. it's it's meeting them where they're at it's like giving them a safe place yeah it's meeting them where they're at and being able to connect with them and mm-hmm. being able to hey I want to hear your story what's going on yeah you know and what how can we help how can we invest in you how can we support you how can we love on you how can we help you yeah. um, so is that your dog the- or is it your stomach my dog <laughs> <laughs> Baxter. <laughs> Just making sure. Oh my gosh. We love dogs so much. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because there's little things that like you know when you're on the phone with someone you just kind of ignore, but because I'm recording I have to think, okay, um I gotta let the listeners know that this isn't just like, you know, my Sorry. stomach ground. <laughs> so I always think of that. No. This is great. I love it. Sorry. Oh my gosh, adds character. It's perfect. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that's really how it all began. Mm-hmm. And, um, and now we're, I mean, we get this, um, I got a, a call from our pastor's wife and she was like, Hey, we're planning the calendar for next year. What do you guys have in mind? And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah sure. Oh, I guess we're in charge of this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, um, we are jumping on it when, you know, Danny and I actually like two days ago, we were just sitting down um, kind of back and forth between dinner and conversations and just talking about what we plan to um, do this year. And so we have a couple of things in mind um, because you see, the truth is church is different for young adults. Mm-hmm. You got to do church in a different way. Yeah. You, you can't, I mean, the whole idea of, um, being in a building, it's awesome, mm-hmm. but, um, it's not meant for everyone. Yeah. And so, um, you know, <laughs> between, um, camping trips and between missions, missions trips and between bonfire services and between picnics and between beach volleyball games and between hikes, mm-hmm. you know, we want to, we want to take God to them and, 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 and reach out to them. And it's kind of fulfilling, you know, that whole idea of, the mission, uh, the, the commission that God gave us and Matthew, which, you know, it's like go out and, mm-hmm. and reach out. And, and I think a lot of the times we wait for them to come yeah. instead of us going out. Yeah. And so, um, and Danny and I, we keep talking about this. I mean, come on, like Jesus did ministry always with food mm-hmm. and hanging up. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. Like, that has been something that I've, kind of just heard bits and pieces through podcasts or just conversations of like having meals and bringing together with food is just how the Lord always did it. So come on. (laughs) Absolutely. So I I think if anything, like that's really what it's in our hearts. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's our, that's our, 
that's our motto. Like wherever we go, food has to be involved. And yeah. and I think people connect with food. People connect with um, you know, just family and I'm so sorry about my dogs. Oh my gosh, no, I love it. It's wonderful. <laughs> I seriously love it so much. So, so don't worry. Uh, so yeah, like the idea of connecting um with young adults and, and, and food and you know, these are a generation of people also this is a generation of people. We're foodies. Oh I yeah. Mean, oh yeah. Like, Exploring different places, mm-hmm. trying to eat in different places, and um, and yeah, um, as of right now, we're because we live in Solvang and we're not in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are. We've been talking with Danny of envisioning how we're gonna meet with them for small group, mm-hmm. and um, the first thing that has come up has been um, we're. It just keeps coming up is, is Chick Fil A, like meeting at Chick Fil A. That's hilarious. Which is the perfect place, really. I know. And the reason why, it's because before we even started thinking about becoming um, young adult pastors or, or leading them or if anything, um, we would always go to Chick-fil-A and we would have friends over. We have like a friend who would come over and, and we would have these conversations. And and in Santa Barbara, there's only one Chick-fil-A and um, all these college students are always there. Mm. Like we're oh. talking about you see everyone from different colleges, from the college, you know, because Stanford is such a college city. It really is. There's mm-hmm. three, four schools, actually, mm-hmm. um, four colleges in total. Actually, no, more than that, now that I think about it, because there's some satellite schools that are in there. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, but um, you see all the these young adults, and and we would have conversations, and people would just eavesdrop to our conversations. Yes. And they were, like, conversations about God, and even, like, the... <laughs> who are working there they're like it was so you know we had this young man who was like on break I will never forget the story where we were on break and we were talking with my friend Kat and Danny my husband and um we were just chatting about Jesus and God and then we started talking about cats who know how to flush toilets and it's just you know and then from then and then we went back to like a Jesus conversation yeah yeah and literally, this young man, he was sitting, I kid you not, I, I want to say like at, an, at a diagonal, but he can still hear our conversation. Yeah. And literally, he came, when he was done with his break, he walked by and he was like, um, by the way, he's like, I was so touched and entertained at the same time with your conversation. Mm. I said, we were all like, what? And he was like, I mean, I usually sit down. And I'm on my phone and distracted by my phone. And he was like, but this time, all I wanted to do was enjoy and hear your guys' conversation from going oh from gosh. Jesus to, I don't know how you guys went into cats' yeah. toilets. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I realized, okay, I need to stick around and listen to this conversation. Oh, my god! And so we knew then, we're like, okay, if we can impact people, literally, you never know who's listening to your conversation. Oh, you yeah. never know who's eavesdropping. Yeah. And if we can impact young people by just talking about the Lord and and something so ridiculous like cats who flush toilets. Yeah. Um, Get their I mean, attention. Exactly. You know, like I can only imagine how much more of an impact it would be to have um, so many young adults there. And, and then I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like they, they see some other friends and they're like, hey, come and join us. And mm-hmm. you know, creating this community of people. So we're praying about that. We, we are... Um, going back and forth between that or um, adopting a home. Mm. Um, right now they've been doing it at a, at a home. Um, but um, we kind of 
briefly brought it up to young adults and they were like oh my gosh we would totally like if it's like a, a chick-fil-a place or anything like that we would totally be down for it so yeah. it looks like we might be doing it that way oh i love that that's a really good idea yeah yeah so, seriously and food and chick-fil-a is just all just a great place <laughs> no matter what so yeah. yeah so we'll see what god does and um but yeah our heart is to serve yeah um which is, we don't want to be, we don't, we don't want people to serve us. We want to serve them. We want, we want to serve the young adults. Um, and, and again, I, I emphasize that because I know that lately, you know, like, um, especially with millennials and, and, um, the Z generation, um, or generation Z, um, they feel like a lot of the times older people are, are trying to see how they can get something out of them. Mm, and yeah. that's not our hearts. Our hearts is, I don't want to get something out of you. Our hearts is we want to be able to invest in you and serve yeah. you and, and, and help you and, and bless you in yeah. any possible possibly can. Mm, that's so cool. Well, I feel like that leads really perfectly into what you guys are celebrating right now of, yeah. Obviously that. <laughs> yes, we are. We yeah. definitely celebrating this new journey. Um, and we are very excited for it. We are um, celebrating also the fact that um, it's been a rough year for, for both Danny and I. But mm-hmm. at the same time, he just finished his, um, he finished school. Yeah. And how the, how the Lord did that in such a hard year. I yeah. mean, it's it's all by the grace of God. I mean, this is where you see scripture really coming into fulfillment that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Yeah. you know, or like that he will amount your strength like that of a buffalo, like a whole thing. Like it's like you see that coming true. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, we're celebrating transition also because for us, it's this is a transitional year. Um, yeah. we, we feel it. Um, um, 2018 is going to definitely be a transition. Um because we're also, um, now we're talking about family. So there's oh a marriage. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, in the midst of all the pain and all the chaos and the losses that we've had, yeah. um, we, God always gives you a glimpse of hope. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, um, there's so much beauty to be celebrated even in the darkest moments. Yeah. And, um, and that's important to see because the moment that, you lose sight of that, mm-hmm. it becomes very hard for you yeah. to get out of that um, bumpy, sad, depressing, whatever, horrible moment, you oh, know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's honestly the reason I wanted this question to even be part of this podcast is because I feel like we just get so bogged down by the bigger things that are just, I mean, obviously, we cannot deny that life can suck a lot of the times, yeah. but there's so much to celebrate. And I think that's really Satan's really awesome way of trying to distract us with all these bad things when really like underneath there's so much good, but we can't see it because we're choosing. It's so easy to lean on the bad and stress over that, you know? So it's, there's no, I mean, we all do it. Um, but I think even like my little logo at the end of my good, good talks is like good talks with good people about good stuff and then celebrating life one conversation at a time. I almost took that off, but then I was like, no, like that's what I want this to be of just celebrating the small things of whether 
Like, even if it's not a big thing to people that you guys are getting to, into young adult ministry, doesn't freaking matter. Like, it, it matters <laughs> to you guys. And so, <clears throat> and so I want to be able to celebrate that with people, whether it's small or big. So I love that you guys have that vision and thought process as well. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think, I mean, <clears throat> I have to, I have to give it, I mean, I have to give it to my husband mm-hmm. because despite the fact that he lost his mom this year and two years ago, he lost his dad. Mm. Um, like how he, how he, I mean, I would be a mess. I, I mean. So I, it I was this past March, so 2017 that she yes. passed away. Okay. Yes. Mm. So how. And like he says it, he's like, if I wasn't, if I was not certain about my faith and if Mm -hmm. I wasn't certain about how much God loves me and if I wasn't certain about how much he cares for me, I would be a mess, he Mm -hmm. said. But my certainty and who I am in Christ and how much he actually loves me, not just who I am, but how much he actually loves me Mm -hmm. that allows me to wake up every morning and be able to say, okay, God, thank you so much for this day. Yeah. Despite the fact that I just lost my mom. Mm. a couple of months ago or despite the day the fact that I just lost my mom yesterday whatever it was like it was just the idea of him being able to move on forward and 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 he always said he's Mm. like we have to look at the good things and and Danny is more Danny doesn't do well with negative thinking Mm. so Mm. it pushes me as his wife to be looking at the positive thinkings Mm. which is so what the Lord needed to do in my life because I such a like you know (laughs) but but you know Danny was definitely um the fact that I'm married to him and I'm like, okay, I need to be a support system for him. Yeah. Remaining positive is definitely something that I've learned in this marriage. Mm. And, um, and I love that. And I attribute all of that to God, Yeah. you know? And so, um, just celebrating the smallest, smallest victories. Yeah. Like I passed the test or yeah. I, I, you know, like, even I just like blood. waking up and getting out of bed is a fucking oh. victory. Like, come on. Absolutely, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell my, my kids, you know? Um, I tell them, I say I say to them, when I mean my kids, my students, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I tell them, I said, hey guys, like, the fact that we even get to have air, that we get to breathe, mm-hmm. I mean, we live in a very beautiful, beautiful city. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and I love that. I really do. I and we take that for granted. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that. Sorry, hold on. Oh my gosh, it's okay. Even they're fighting over a toy. Ah. But anyway. <laughs> so yeah. So um <clears throat> what's well, it's so funny of like my kids right now, I think it's okay, fifth through seventh grade is kind of where I'm not my emphasis is personally, but who I'm with as an educational therapist that I'm one on one with. Yeah. Um, and they're learning, okay, just, and it, it's awesome that I get to learn through it because they're just learning about ecosystems of how everything's interdependent of like, if we didn't have this thing, then we wouldn't have this thing and all this, but just the simplicity of the fact that if we did not have plants, we would not be able to breathe. Like what? Right. And no one thinks about that. Like literally just the fact that we are so incredibly dependent on, they they are, which it's so funny, I'm going to use like the words that I've learned through my kids. They had tests this past week, so then I got to learn all the things um, of how like they produce everything. And without them, we wouldn't be able to consume anything. And then, yes. 
it just like it just blows my mind how yeah. it's such a small idea of photosynthesis but like it's so much bigger it's so much bigger i know and i think that's my most favorite thing about being a teacher is like you know you get annoyed of your teachers when you're younger of like this isn't that big of a thing like stop being so amazed by the smallest things you're like no, 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 no. Like, when you're old enough to understand that you can't breathe without that tree right there, like, right? that's a big deal. Like, <laughs> so good. No, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's such a small, <clears throat> well, it's not small. Yeah. Make it such an insignificant thing. Yeah. But it's such a huge significance. And I think of the, like, I mean, think of the creation story. And yeah. I'm like, and like god to comprehend your mind it's it's i mean we can never i mean i can't i can't like how you orchestrate it even the you know i was even telling my students even how the oceans know where to stop Mm. Mm. like or the the concept of gravity yeah just one centimeter one whatever it is like that's what oh my gosh the honestly when I um, started surfing, I really was, like, so excited. But the current in the undertow, I guess that's what it's called, in California yes, it, is yeah. so much stronger than yes. the ocean in Florida and the Gulf of Mexico. You know, it's so yeah. chill. So I remember the first time I actually, like, went to swim by myself, um, I, like, got stuck in it and, like, I couldn't get out. And I barely, I mean, I was, like, right at the edge of the ocean. Like, it wasn't like I was deep in it. So surfing and like going out and actually like allowing the waves to just control you freaked yes. me out. And that verse came into my head of like, but the Lord tells the oceans where to stop. Exactly. And like, I honestly like even getting chills right now. I remember thinking, cause I was having, just having so much anxiety before my friends came, before I went to go learn how to do it. I was just like, I don't know if I can do it, but like. The Lord tells it when to stop. Like, do you not see that it goes back in? Like, it just, oh my gosh. I know. Incredible. I know. I know. It's its just such as the smallest things like that, yeah. that we take for granted. Yeah. When you start looking at that, at the beauty in it, mm-hmm. that's when you realize you're like, man, there's so much to be thankful for. Mm-hmm. I, I, you look at the sun and the fact that we get light. Yeah natural light out of it and if it was any closer or any farther away oh like absolutely you know so i i mean you should be a science teacher woman (laughs) (laughs) hey no you know what i actually so dislike science because i can understand like mathematically i can understand all the stuff and how it goes together but concept wise it blows my mind so i can't (laughs) is it why you should do it (laughs) But I don't know how to teach it. My kids are like, how does gravity work? I don't freaking know. It just works. Like, don't, don't ask me questions. Because that's the way the Lord intended it to work. Right? Right? So that's when going to a, teaching at a Christian school comes in handy. You can be like, God. And that's just the answer to everything. I know. I know. Oh, man. No, but I think, yeah, you know, I think we, you know, those are the smallest things that we take for granted. Mm-hmm. Um you know, um, but even just having a roof over our heads, mm-hmm. I mean, we can get very literal. Yeah. Having something to eat. Yeah. In warm water. Yeah. <laughs> you know? oh my God. The, so simplest, like, the simplest of things of the things that we see as, you know, the only thing that the Lord tells us we need 
are a roof over our head and the food that we eat. Like that's it. And some clothes yep. on our back. That's it. Yep. And to think that we have way more in abundance of that. I- it's just insane. Absolutely. And I think if anything, one of my favorite scriptures or Bible verses is um, Philippians 4, 6, where it says to not worry about anything, mm-hmm. but, you know, bring it onto the Lord with thanksgiving instead of just like saying like, oh, well, it's me. I'm so you know, it's like, yeah. God, you know what? Thank you for my battles. Thank you for my struggles. Thank you for this crappy opportunity or crappy experience. Yeah. But thank you. Mm-hmm. Like the, the idea is to be thankful out of it. Yeah. Um, and seriously, God does miracles when we say thank you. Oh my gosh, yeah. So his heart, his heart is such a giving heart. Mm-hmm. He wants us to experience thankfulness. He wants mm-hmm. us to experience. It's like I think about it and with my students, and, and you can relate to this. When you do something for them, mm-hmm. and they, they, don't even, think... they don't even realize it, mm-hmm. and you're like, dude, I'm out of my way to do this for you. And right, like, right. And then and the, like, when the second one they do say thank you, you're like, okay, everything's okay. worth it. All yeah. of it. All the 10 years are worth it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So that's that's the whole idea behind it. Mm-hmm. And, and that's his heart. That's Abba's heart. That's Papa's heart. You know, mm-hmm. like, hey, dude, like, literally, I hung the moon for you and the yeah. stars yeah. and the sun. Yeah. And you still aren't thankful. Yeah. You know? You're still thankful that you are, you're still ungrateful. You want a new couch or like something so small. I know. Okay. So we talked about what you're celebrating and I think that it's funny of the nuggets of wisdom question. I always think of not asking it, not because I don't want to ask it, but because I already feel like there's so much truth that people speak in the like three fourths half of what I, or not half, but you know, like the other chunk that we've just had. Yeah. So I'm like, well, you've already shared so much wisdom, but I have to, I know it's a question and I know so much good comes out of it no matter what. So what are some nuggets of wisdom that are not <laughs> in the podcast already? Well, let's see. Um, let's start off by saying one, um, you are love mm. and there's wisdom in that. The moment that you acknowledge that, the moment that you accept that, the moment that you realize that, um, it changes your perspective of who you are. So if you don't know or whether you question if you are loved, the answer is you are loved. Mm. And when you experience the height, the depth, the width and length of his love, mm-hmm then you get to find your identity and who he has called you to be. Mm-hmm. You see, because we all have assignments. We all have, we are, all have talents. And, and in order for us to be able to fully live in those talents, we have to know who we are. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that can be whether you are a believer or not, whether you are a Christian or not, whether mm-hmm. you consider yourself a child of God or not. The idea is you don't really know who you are until you really understand the concept that you are loved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whether you had a crappy childhood or whether you had an amazing childhood. Mm -hmm. It's when you find out that you are loved by this supreme being or by someone else who gave his life for you. Mm -hmm. Then you come to realize, dang, I'm really loved. You know? Yeah. So definitely explore that if, if I can tell people explore what it means to be loved mm-hmm. 
and allow yourself to be loved and sometimes even allow yourself to be loved by others yeah and which can be hard um but when you allow yourself to be loved by others you are welcoming other people in your life and you are allowing yourself to find your identity and what your talents and your strengths are the second thing is if anything um this is a nugget for my young women out there mm. um is if you are single enjoy it <laughs> live it fullest mm-hmm. there is so much power that you have in singleness mm. that you can do that once you're married it's not like you're tied down but the truth is that you can no longer just do things because you feel like it you yeah. have to think of your partner yeah and there is such an empowerment that comes with being single Mm. it's singleness as negative mm-hmm. scripture scripturally speaking it is powerful mm-hmm. you have the power to impact to travel to do things there's no nothing really tying you down mm-hmm. a bigger responsibility than just really living your life to the fullest yeah enjoy that season communicate grow network engage with others get to know other people learn languages travel the world mm-hmm. if anything mm-hmm. um, and at the same time if it's in your heart to really 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 want to one day have a family and get married begin praying for your spouse yeah. and be as very specific as possible mm-hmm. whatever you ask for in faith shall be given to you mm-hmm. word of god says ask and you shall receive mm-hmm. If you want, I don't know, a, a tech guy, a musician, a, a tall guy, a short guy, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you want, be very specific. And I myself am a living testimony of that. I started praying for my husband when I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. And that's because I come from a very verbally and physically abused home that I, I mm-hmm. between my where I saw that machismo and everything. And I mm-hmm. knew that I wanted someone who wasn't, I love my dad. Excellent father, mm. horrible, what it means to be a husband. Mm. So um, I knew that I wanted specific things in my husband. Yeah. So ladies out there, pray for yeah. your husband. You know, speak into that, prophesy into that mm. truth in your life. And then um, my third one is um, learn to spend quality time with your beloved. And who mm. is that? God. Um, there's so much truth fruition and growth that comes out of that um and that is to make time in the 24 hours that we have even if it's 10 minutes that you can dedicate to spending them either in prayer or in reading the word do it for those of you who are even questioning whether or not oh i don't know if i want to believe the bible you know what start even reading the bible and see if something that you even want to read you know if it speaks to you um and there's so many people who read the Bible that are not believers, but it just, for some weird reason, it speaks to them and it gives them hope and everything. And even the best educators, like seriously speaking, and historians and successful people, they know scripture. Whether yeah. they believe it or not, they know it. Yeah. And so um, there's nothing wrong with you educating yourself with the Bible yeah. and, and, and learn to find a way to do it. Yeah. Whatever works for you. Yeah. My grandparents just walked in, so give me one second. I'm going to let them know that I'm still recording. Hey. 
walk in and say, hello, is anyone home? <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I know, they're adorable. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I think if anything, those are my, my, my three things. And if anything, I mean, there's more for young women. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was, I think for young women, there's so much more that we can learn about and we can mentor each other and, and help mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I just want to be able to share that with, with everyone. If anything, it's such a general um, concept is to be able to, to educate yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and if anything, I would like to like practically end my nuggets of wisdom by saying <laughs> um, like, well let's see <laughs> sorry no, if anything okay. they would say um wisdom there's there's human wisdom and there's godly wisdom mm. and, and both are good mm. i think i think both are good until they start contradicting each other yeah so um if if always wait out even as we're talking about wisdom, I think it's very wise to even wait out mm-hmm. whatever nuggets of wisdom we get mm-hmm. to see, you know, if they, they really resonate with us or, it, or if they contradict anything. And if anything that I have said contradicts or if anything that I have said um, doesn't attest to you or doesn't apply to you, then please dismiss it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I know that God will use someone else to speak more truth into your life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, we all attain wisdom to a certain extent, whether it be by personal experiences, whether it be by growth, whether it be by knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't confuse knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge and wisdom are two separate things, yeah. um, but both coexist together. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely, um, you know, what wisdom really truly represents at the end of the day is if we want to get to the point of it is that it's, it's this idea of fearing who the Lord is. And it's not like, oh, I'm scared of God. Mm-hmm. It's more you acknowledge his presence and who he is. Yeah. And the more you acknowledge his presence, if you want to become wiser, then the more you have to acknowledge his presence and who he is and what he means to you. Yeah. Wow. Those are all so good. Oh my gosh. This is honestly like, I think my, oh my, all my, all the things we've talked about have been my favorite, (laughs) but just being able to sit and soak in having the intentional time, I guess, to give, Truth is something that I'm realizing now is so incredibly important because I don't think we really allow people just to tell us things. You know what I mean? You know, I think um, we obviously go to people and process and, you know, want to have conversation and all this stuff, but it's never, there's rarely any time that we're like, okay, tell me your stuff. Tell me your wisdom, like what you've learned. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I love that this gets that gets to be a part of this podcast in a way oops I just touched the yeah. mic um so thank you for that because that was all no. very encouraging to me as well well thank you of course <laughs> of course I need to share my heart yeah oh my god I was sure where this was gonna go but I was like lord I'm just gonna be obedient mm-hmm. and I'm gonna what you want me to do and I'm just gonna go with the flow (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh my gosh yeah I think (laughs) that's where I'm at too of like I never know where these things unless like there was one um my mentor back at home she was married when she was 28 she's honestly the only person that I had something going in and saying 
we're going to talk about singleness and we're going to talk about what it's, you know, singleness in the church, all of that stuff, because she was someone that mentored me through that. Um, Absolutely. And, but other than that, I have not had anyone else like very specifically, this is what we're talking about. Um, which is kind of doesn't help structurally wise with the podcast, but I think allows it and gives it more freedom to kind of go and let the Lord lead in a way. Um, so I love that. Thank you for being prayerful about it and stepping out in faith in that because, um, I can't, I can't wait to send this guy out. Yay. Well, I'm here for you. And if you ever have a specific topic that you want to talk about, yeah. um, please reach out to me and Thank see if you share on that topic. And, yeah. you know, um, cause there's so much, I mean, there's, there's a lot that we can empower. And I just, I just want to say thank you to you because you are being out there and mm-hmm. you are putting yourself out there and not everyone is bold and brave enough to do that. Mm-hmm. And that speaks volumes of you, who you are and, and what God has called you to do. And believe it or not, even if it's one person that has contacted you, I do believe and I speak life into your podcast mm-hmm. that they use this ministry because it is a ministry yeah. whether you see it or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I see you growing and, and impacting so many um, people and, and not just necessarily, I mean, I know that your audience is more attributed to young women, but I can see this growing into even men being impacted and, mm-hmm. and what interviewing a man or yeah. interviewing a couple of other men and, and just, you know, speaking or even married couples and mm-hmm. then speaking into their lives. So I know that God's doing something powerful in your life wow, and you. whatever season you are in, mm-hmm. um, enjoy it, you know, um, exercise Proverbs 31 as much as possible mm, yeah, you know, so that you can become that amazing woman. Eventually. I know that, um, you've had your hardships and you've had your battles, but mm. you are not alone. Mm. And it, it sometimes feels like we are alone, but there's so many other people going through the same thing. And yeah. that's what I love about the body of Christ that yeah. we can come together and encourage one another and mm. say, Hey, you're not alone. I've been through a similar situation or exactly the same mm. or, you know, I, I get you, or even if I don't get you, you know what? I'm here for you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I want to thank you for being obedient yeah. to this moment and thank you for even just the willingness to want to share your heart on good, good talks mm. and, <laughs> you know, and having good talks and good conversations mm-hmm. with, with other people. Um, and woman, I, I know, just press on mm-hmm. when it's tough press on whenever you feel like man is anyone really listening press on whenever you feel like is this even worth it press on mm-hmm. when you feel like do I even have the energy press on mm-hmm. when you feel like am I even financially available to be able to do all these things press on do I even have the time press on <laughs> don't 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 give up um all good things happen in time mm-hmm. and all good things they're definitely going to cost and mm-hmm. all the things you have to pay a price and have to yeah. sacrifice, but they're so worth it at the yeah, end. That's so worth it. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. Seriously. Such a blessing to me. So thank you. Well, my love. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Have a great, oh my gosh, Christmas Eve, Christmas, all that stuff. Yes. You too, my love. Enjoy time with your grandparents and yes. your parents coming tomorrow. Yes. Praying for 
safe travels Thank and Thank you. And, and keep me updated on all the young adult stuff, all the, you know, building your family kind of thing. So I, I wanna will. I wanna know all the stuff. So Well. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Bye. Adios. Love you. Bye. Bye. So, guys, that's Jennifer, and honestly, that woman, I I knew, <laughs> I think through meeting her the one time, and two times, I guess, I met her in person, I know she holds so much wisdom and so much confidence in the Lord, and I so admire that, um, but I think this conversation blessed me more than I could have ever imagined, and I so 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 hope it blessed you and spoke to you and the lord spoke to you in some way or another so even though we said merry christmas and even though it's christmas eve recording this i don't know when this guy's gonna go out but i'm excited for you guys to live out what jennifer shared and and thank you again for 